Hey guys, Jamie here. Thank you so much and welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat. We are going to be keeping it raw. We'll be keeping it real. There's lots of great stories to share, lots of great learnings and lots of great experiences that we can't wait to get out to you. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Follow myself, follow the amazing guests we have on the show. Also, make sure you leave a beautiful review afterwards. And don't forget today, hello, hello, to be hello, great. And welcome and to the next episode. It. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. We have a very special, special, special guest on today. A great friend of mine uh, and someone that I'm really honored to have write the foreword for Be Great, the book. Uh, he's the founder of Life Worldwide Life. Leadership is for everyone. Known for his street to board boardroom approach to life, he has proven his success by building a way $100 million plus privately owned security company to being one of the best and biggest in the world. With his ability to draw from his incredible life experiences, he sheds new light on challenging topics and prescribes what he calls the medicine needed. We have Harry Corris. Welcome, Harry. <laughs> what an introduction, mate. Unbelievable. I wish the crowd could see it. James, <laughs> Don't worry. Where they, where, where they are listening, running, whatever they're doing, yeah. they're, they're clapping, they're cheering. Uh, they're, they're, they're pumped to have you here. Harry, yeah. we're going to get stuck straight into a little bit of rapid fire, which is Absolutely. quick questions with quick answers. Now, okay. I have not pre-warned you at all. So for the I listeners haven't. out there who are like, maybe he knows, he has no idea. Harry, what is your favorite song right now? Oh, geez, you got me. Uh, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I was thinking food, baby. All right, rapid, rapid. Uh, uh, boss. Boss. Okay. A song called... Yep, go. Favorite song. We're gonna we're gonna Google it and we're gonna YouTube it later. Boss, I love it. Favorite song to get you pumped up to? Oh, it's got to be ACDC. Anything. ACDC. I love it. I love it. I love All it. Right. Your favorite movie? Ooh, uh, Man on Fire. With Denzel. Yeah. Nice Revenge. one. Nice one. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> favorite book? Oh, my. Wait, right? <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, go-to meal? Go-to meal would have to be uh, steak. Steak, okay. How, oh, how, do you, how do you like it cooked? Medium. Medium. Love it. Favourite TV show? Uh, TV show. I don't watch a lot of TV, Jamie, but if I had to have a favourite, it would have to be Managing Asia. Managing Asia. All right. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up? It's going to sound biased, but it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, totally. Totally. Did you, um, one of my favorite movies of his, it's a really, probably one of the first, if not old school, it's Commando. Absolutely love that movie. And the story, that's the movie he loves. And I said that to him and he said, that's my favorite movie. Nobody Is talks it? about it. He loves it's it. It's so unrealistic as well. It's like one guy kills an entire country, yeah. but you know, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, one thing you hate or dislike and you can't say coriander. Uh, so it doesn't have to be food. No, nah, it could be anything. I dislike, I just dislike, uh, what's the word? Um, people doing bad, you know, like scumbags. Scumbag. Like I like it. it. Don't like it. I haven't got time for that. I've got time for that, man. Hate Funniest haters. or craziest thing you've done? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a man oh, of many God. stories, so <laughs> we'll get to the stories. We'll get to the stories. The funniest or craziest, you're saying? Either one. You choose. Uh, 
Well, the craziest thing I've ever did, uh, one of, one of, <laughs> was overnight we set up an office in Adelaide. <clears throat> we won a big security contract. We nearly won it. We thought we won it. And then what happened? They said, okay, no problem. We'll come and see your office tomorrow morning. But we had no office. So I, this is in Adelaide. Yeah, this is in Adelaide. We had nothing. And I, I negotiated. This is a couple of the boys that will be here. This they were, that's their favourite story in the world. Where I negotiated this guy a little space and I said, look, can I just have this for tomorrow morning? Never told them what was happening. We bought furniture. The furniture was left out in the street. We put wow. everything together. We had to paint the joint. We did everything. So that was one of the craziest things we did. And they turned up in the morning and I put a fake phone there. And he said, <laughs> I, he said so we tried to ring you. There's no phone number. I said, well, we're, we're relying on telecom, mate, because they're not letting us through, you know. And I said, why don't we go downstairs? The coffee's better than up here. It wasn't our office. <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> even know. Coffee. Coffee. Well, that's what you do. That's what you do, huh? I love it. Uh, are you more of a book or audio book? I've tended to go more audio now. Okay. Okay. Convenient Su- for me. Yes. Summer or winter? Oh, I'm going to be a hypocrite now. I did just say not long ago, I think I'm enjoying this winter thing, but <laughs> Summer, absolutely. <laughs> Sum up your mindset, Harry, in one word. What was that, sorry? Your mindset. Sum up your mindset in one word. Positive. No, no doubt about it. Positive. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. No your proudest moment personally and proudest moment in, uh, in your business life. Oh, proudest personally would have to be um, achieving what I said I was going to achieve in life. And of course, in business, um, ultimately getting over the 100 million mark. Totally. Totally. I love that. I love that. Tell us something, Harry, that no one knows about you. Well, I can't tell you that. <laughs> well, maybe 99% of people don't know about you. Then. Something that nobody knows about me. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, God. Uh, nobody knows about me. Good. I couldn't tell you exactly that, but I'll, um, <laughs> what did I say? Dead people don't talk, mate. No. Totally. The, um, one thing, but Polly, a lot of people don't know this, so Polly wouldn't expect this from me, but I like time alone. Because mm. I'm always around 400 million people. You know, it's totally. always happening. Totally. Bananas, yeah. I enjoy my, my time. Me, me time. Bit of Harry time. I love it. I love it. Tell us, uh, ask that question, tell us, uh, your greatest failure that ended up being your biggest lesson you ever had? Uh, without a doubt, at the end of my era in my security business, um, turning a blind eye to, to something that was my biggest failure, but also become now my biggest totally. learning. Totally. So, and you can substitute that word failure with you know, whatever other word that you, we want to put into it. Um, if you could choose to have lunch with any one person in the world, two hour time limit, past or present, dead or alive, and where would you do it? It would have to be... Uh, for me, and this is going to sound crazy, the viewers probably break your bloody computer in that. <laughs> I think because he's just got the guts to do what he's done, Donald Trump. I love it. Why? Because of business and taking on the politics. Mm. And it is what it is. I mean, success leaves clues, right? So Absolutely. Absolutely. I just love to know how this bloke's mind ticks, you know? Absolutely. And it would be an interesting, you know, lunch. It's easy to say Steve Jobs. It's easy to say 100%. Mark. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, they've done the obvious. Correct. Right? This guy's a lunatic. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, he's done something right. He's, he's, he's done it right in life. He's done it right. Uh, yeah. What was 10-year-old Harry like? Funny enough, 10-year-old Harry was, uh, 
I, I was not normal, mate. I used to always in trouble, right? So always <laughs> standing in trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, 10 years old, I was working in the farms in Mildura. There you go. Okay. Family working away. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Last question of rapid fire. What's the one trait or quality, skill, value, something that you have within the closest, say, five friends, family, business acquaintances, that, and, and something that's consistent across them all, but something that you, the number one that you value the most? Oh, respect. You know, we, we yeah. No respect. It's not going to, not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Well, that's rapid fire. Well done. That, that was rapid. That, that was intense. That was I intense. didn't have the mouth guard in. You just started frothing. <laughs> the mouth guard definitely was not in for that one. I love it. I love it. Uh, we definitely have to search that song, Boss. Uh, maybe we'll we'll put it out there for the listeners afterwards. Um, quick one on on this whole COVID time for you, Harry. What's one thing that you've learned about yourself during COVID? Oh, that you 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 can do it on your own. You you have mm. to do it on your own, right? So mm. you can lean and keep leaning on people, but in the end, the realities are, and you know me, I always talk about it. Totally. Over the old Chinese, if the buck stops with you, the fish rots at the head. Or APR, right? Absolute personal responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So I've learned that you can do it on your own. You have to do it on your own. Mm, mm, I love it. I love, we've got to lead from that space. You've got to lead from, and then everyone else will just join on the journey. The right people will come into your life and right. they'll join your team on the way. Uh, and I know you're a man of many stories and, and, and we know we've got, we got a little bit of a half story earlier uh, in regards to Adelaide. So throughout the journey, just feel free to drop them in. Uh, I'm sure the listeners and viewers will absolutely love a good Harry story. And those who know you and know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but tell, take us back, Harry. Where did it all begin? Like, I know we, you mentioned there a lot about the security, ACG and all that. But where did, what about before that? Like, you, you mentioned always in trouble out in Majura as a 10-year-old. But <laughs> what, what happened in between there to then business? And what, what, what was it like for you? Well, for me, um, you know, migrant parents, you know, the Wogs, Greeks got to the boat. Lived in Brunswick all my life. Grew up in Brunswick. The Brunswick of then, not the Brunswick of now. Totally. <laughs> we, we had a very colourful neighbourhood and we had choices to make, right? You can either run with the easy way or you can run the hard way, right? And I chose hard over easy because if you do it hard now, you do it easy later. If you do it easy now, you do it hard later, right? So I my like younger it. days, when I say I got shipped, you know, I went to Mildura. I had an uncle that lived there. And the greatest thing, my mum and dad chucked me on a train. It used to be the V-Line Rattler. <laughs> you get on this train, you end up there, you go at night and you get there in the morning. So I'd go there and pick fruit. We, we grew up differently, you know what I mean? We never grew up with money, so we were, we were very poor. You know, no car, no home, no home phone, no colour TV, no nothing. You know, it was you share the room with my brother, the three of us, you know, we share the room. And it was just, but it was just the way it was. And I knew one thing, I'm not going to stay poor. I want to I want to do something big. I'm, mm. I know I'm going to do something. But I also learned very quick that... Um, we were very much the street life. We were living the street life, you know, yeah. and it was hustle, do what you got to do. So I started at a very young age, you know, whether I was picking grapes and then making a few bucks, bringing it back home, giving it to my mum to pay the bills and do whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a duty of mine. And then um, I then ended up working at an indoor cricket centre. It was the first ever indoor sports centre in Australia, right? Wow. <clears throat> and it was called Australian Indoor Sports. And the bloke that owned it, his name was Lance Dixon. Lance now has got the Lance Dixon Motors. No, yeah, and yeah. And if you fast forward from bloody... I started working there when I was uh, 11. And we're walking past, walking past the street one day and uh, we're looking through this mirror, this bloody window in Brunswick. And he came out and he said, what are you doing? And we said, oh, nothing, nothing. We're just having a look. 
And he goes, come and empty the bins and back the joint and have a couple of dim sims and a chocolate. We're like, far out. That's unbelievable. Never had a dim sim in my life. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> we're like, yeah, no worries. So I got this job and I used to go there every day after school. And then I went from, um, you know, from just sweeping the floors to becoming a little bit of a, you know, they gave me a jumper. It was a little tiny jumper. I was a little like, <laughs> manager. Yeah, yeah. I was a manager. <clears throat> so I learned very quick that I had to ring people, you know, book you in for your indoor cricket. They yeah. started indoor soccer, indoor netball. Wow. So we had some real fun, you know. And I did that for about three years. Yeah. And I think it was about, I was 14. And then, um, you know, we, we, we now we're going to the gym, we're boxing, we're doing all this sort of stuff, keeping fit, you know, whatever. And then, of course, I'm at school, Brunswick High and all that. But, you know, school wasn't for me. I, I, I didn't hate it, but, you know, I just, I couldn't see the value. Yeah, and I wasn't yeah. doing anything there. I did, you know, we're just going there picking up chicks, you know, having fun, <laughs> as you do, Jamie. <laughs> just being really honest, I love it. <laughs> well, that's what happened. And then I, I remember the principal said to me one day, "Listen, mate, don't come back here." I said, "Yeah, no worries, I won't come back." You know, so, and I didn't. And then, yeah, um, well, yeah, just kept working our way. And then I was uh, 15, 16, We got asked to work at a club. We said through the gym, a bloke that we knew in the gym said, "Listen." You blokes want to work at this club thing? We'll say, yeah, it was an underage disco thing. We're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, can you fight? I say, yeah, we have a punch on. doesn't want to ask, whatever. You know? This is young. We had no totally, idea. Totally, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Off we went. We did that. And then, of course, that became my career, Jamie. You know, I went from the, the back door to the front door, mate. I had the yeah. promotion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. we were getting 50 bucks a day or whatever. I couldn't remember what it was. But back yeah. then, it was big money, you know. You totally. <laughs> we were loaded. I love it. So just by yeah, just by being right time, right place with the guy at the gym's like, hey, you guys want to come and stand at the yeah. door or whatever? Yeah, we'll need some people at the back door. Make sure you only, no one's allowed in. They only can come out, right? No one comes in. Somebody tries to come in, fix them. We're like, oh, yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's your 50 bucks. Fix them. I love it. I love it. So, like, yeah, yeah. And, and he's, so that's obviously where the whole security game life came into yeah. it for you. Yeah. So off I go, I'm there, just full on working security, doing that. And now I'm about 18, 19. Um, although in between that, I had a little bit of a, sorry, what I did fail to mention, in between that, when I was about 16-ish, about 16 to 17, 18, around there, we also, no, 16, 17, I think, I can't remember, but whatever it was, we helped out a mate of ours that had a disco hire company. It was called Street Beat Discos back then. It was like, you know, the place to be. It was like mobile disco. So you set up these mobile discos and people... You know, they DJ your 21st birthday. Oh, and like people's houses and stuff. Yeah. So we'll go wow. to people's houses. So we'll do about 30 parties every weekend and you have to oh. drop off the equipment. So we had a great time, mate. It was just, uh, and in all, you know, the boys would almost argue it was the best time of our life, you know, because totally. you had a 21st or a birthday every weekend. And multiple, and, um, multiple. I'll let, you, I'll let your imagination work that out. <laughs> we had a great time, you know. <laughs> I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So again, like it, it's sort of, yeah, like from that, 15 16 yeah. sort of age you're in that scene of parties and yeah. events and and security and bringing yeah. equipment in and out and and looking after the back door yeah. and then moving to the front door um so yeah. it, was it from that stage that you pretty much stayed in security the entire time like did you come out of it and then go back in uh, stayed in it all my life and then it, that was it i stayed in you know that what they say jamie once you get in you can't get hard to get in harder to get out right yeah okay um, yeah i stayed in there and then i was uh, 18 i met my um my, my, my now wife, you know, I'm, I'm these chicks in the door, you know, the hero, <laughs> give them the drink cards, mate, you know, all this sort of stuff back then. Totally. Walk, walk the line and knock back the people that weren't dressed appropriately. <laughs> knock 
crack everybody the owner didn't like. And then um, <laughs> yeah. more girls. The ratio was 10 to 1. So you were laughing. Oh, is that lucky? So, I was, why wasn't I around that time? Should have been around, Jamie. I'll tell no, you we, 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 need, we need Harry back on the door. We need Harry back yeah, on the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. When, did the, when did the business for you journey begin? Like, was there a point where you're like, I'm going to go and do it myself? Did it, again, did it yeah. just sort of land on your lap? Like, how did that? No, no, no. So what happened, I was working for a big provider and they, there's an old saying, I'm not going to go right into the detail of that, but I built a really great company for him. Yeah. But he promised me the world and he gave me the Atlas. Mm. And <laughs> in 2000, so I was there for about seven years. And then I, in two, year 2000, I decided to pull the pin, which I did. And I set up my own company uh, in March of 2001. Sorry, it was 2001. I'm trying to do my maths. Um, yeah, and I started in 2001. But what I, what I knew straight away, Jamie, was that everything that I learned at the other organization was an apprenticeship and it learned totally. everything about what not to do. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So did you have any experience around business at all or you're just like, yeah. fuck it, I'm going to go out there and you know, yeah. do it yeah. for myself, do yeah. it properly? What I did know, I knew, I learned very quick that I wasn't in the security business, I was in the people business. And yeah. I loved people. You either love the numbers or the people, right? I love people. And they used to call me Harry the Hire, because I could get 100 people in a clash, boom, on the phone, ring three people, we've got 100 blokes there, you know, wow. men and women. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. I, I had that ability. So, yeah. yeah. So, so when you did launch that, like, what, what's it, were you just doing nightclubs? Were you doing parties? Like, uh, where did you get into? Uh, I'm glad you asked that, Jamie, because when I started ACG, I said I will never do a pub or a club ever again. You've got to remember, I spent a very long time in the pubs and clubs. I worked at some of the roughest pubs in town. Yeah. I, I, I worked there and, you know, all I was trying to do, mate, was buy some nappies and feed the family. Mum yeah. got very sick when I was young. Mm-hmm. So dad had to stop work. We're still in our home and everything I earned, I had to bring back then. I'm feeding two families now. Like, as I said, I met my missus. She got pregnant. True. I had my yeah. daughter when I was, no, I was 19 when I had yeah. my kid. And, yeah. you know, and, and we, had, I had to move very quick and do things very quick. And, you know, everything from, you know, I was unfortunately involved in murder trials, people being bashed and shot dead and this and that. And then we went through all this underworld bullshit. And I had friends in both camps, mm-hmm. people passing mm-hmm. away, people going to jail for life. So you can understand when I talk about the mix, there was a really big mix of um, totally. a lot of things happening very quick. And it's, it's not you know, your usual sort of, it's not the usual sort of journey that someone would speak about, or it's like, yeah, I had a few challenges where like this happened. It was like, well, this is a completely other side yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so no nightclubs, no bars, none of that. So was it more like events, so to say? So what we said we'll do, we'll do major events and corporate. But one yeah. would argue that we had the biggest pub in town at the time. It was Colonial Stadium. And on a Friday <laughs> night, you got 58,000 drunk. Totally. 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 <laughs> so I love it. You know? yeah, yeah, go yeah. to the MCG or, or clean your stadium then. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that definitely would have been. So, so events, uh, like venues, corporate, yes. and it yes. all just sort of built from there. Yeah, so we, we oh, so I had, a, I had a reputation in the event industry because what happened uh, when I worked for this other company, we took over the football, the AFL security. Yeah. And back then, the AFL was only on Saturdays and Friday yeah. night MCG, Friday night, fight night at the G, right? Richmond, <laughs> Rob, Rob you guys. <laughs> Come on. So, Come on, magnificent. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I already had built a reputation mm, there and I've nice. been lucky enough to do a lot of big concerts. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, yeah, I built a reputation and people got to know me through yep. all around the world. So, if they're bringing a big brand, uh, a band in town or a big event or someone's coming to town, they would hook me up and we would do what we got to so do. You were the guy. Yeah. You were the guy. Yeah. Yeah. We'd and, 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 
you said earlier, like, and even part of the intro, like, you got to the scale of, and one of the YouTube, like, getting to that hundred million. Yeah. What what sort of operation is that? Like, what sort of scale is that? Like, just to, so people can understand, like, even sometimes being like, okay, cool, a hundred million dollars, I can sort of see that. But like, how do you? How many people is that? How many events is that? How many? How much staff members is that? Like, what? How many polos and vests are you giving out for yeah, something like yeah, that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's about look, Jamie. What I say. What people also forget, and always start with this. It's people forget about the blood, sweat, and tears. Totally. It's blood, sweat, and tears to get to a hundred mil, but you've got to be passionate enough to have that number. You can't hit something you can't see, mate, right? Correct. So I yeah. had a target and my like target that. was 100 mil. Yeah. I like that. And that's, that's what you I'm going to hit. You can't hit something uh, you can't see. Yeah, right? So kind of write that what one we did, we did, yeah, we're going to have a crack. We're going to do that. And I knew then the team that I had then would not probably make it because I was playing grand finals. I'm playing premiership. I don't want to play little league. We're going to the top. Come yeah. with me or come without me, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. going without you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, call it harsh, call it whatever you like, but there was no room for error. So that was the vision. To... That was the vision you had, Harry. Oh, it was like going to bring the right people and they can, they can join it. I love it. Yeah, without a doubt, you know? I love it. So, and then, yeah. so what was it like? Was there like how many staff? Like, again, what, what, what does it Just take to 5, have? How many? Just under 5,000 staff. Wow. Yeah, big, big, huge payroll, big operation. When you talk uniforms, we're spending a million dollars on uniform a year, you know? So, Heaps of polos, heaps of shirts and ties and all whatever you want to call it, right? But it was a massive operation. But one thing, Jamie, the business got pushed and shoved because we were so passionate. Mm. We were, you know, we talk about stories. You know, for me to go and get Colonial Stadium at the time, and Ian Collins, I always give him a plug. And in fact, I saw him the other day. We ran around the, I ran around the river down where I live now, and he was there, Maribyrnong River, and yeah, yeah. just having a laugh about everything again. And but he gave <laughs> me my first opportunity. I went there and seen him, and I said, "Mate, come on, give us a go." And he said, "Listen." You got 50 cents in the bank. I said, I might have 50 cents in the bank, but mate, I've got 50 million in passion. You know that. So let me have a go. And um, funny enough, he gave us our first start. And that was in, uh, you know, early, early 2001, you know. And we also then get an opportunity with Coca Cola, biggest brand in the world at the time. Totally, yeah. Um, So, you know, we were very lucky, but we made our luck, Jamie. You know, we we put ourselves out there. 100%. Even teeing up, like you said, that meeting with Ian, you know. That's not yep. luck. Like, I'm sure that was phone calls, emails, asking the right people to get a, get a meeting and then having the ability and the confidence to negotiate. So look, let, yeah. just give us a crack. Like, yeah. All yeah. bullshit aside, just give us a crack. Like, let us get in there and show what we can do. Absolutely. So 5,000 people, is that nation or, or is that even national? Is that even globally like outside of Australia? We're all over Australia. We're doing some stuff in Hong Kong and Vietnam and yeah. New Zealand. We're looking at PNG. We got asked to do some work there, but that yeah. didn't go through. But yeah, we, we had a b- very big operation, hundred plus managers. You know, I had to bring in a CEO. You know, and Jamie, my lessons were that I had to learn very quick because I didn't run. I was running a great. I was running a great security company, but I wasn't yeah. running a great business. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you got to get you got to get the people to run your numbers too. You got to make sure. I mean, 100%. you're in business to make money. Make no mistake, right? So. Agreed. Um, I, I went through some tough times there where I, um, you know, I had to uh, go bankrupt a couple of times, not physically, whatever, but there's a par something, where I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, I don't need money. I'm making money. I'll pay the bills, but it doesn't work like that because you run out of money. So totally. we had a problem where we were getting too much work, right? Mm. And I'm thinking, this is fantastic. More work, we're going to be fine. But what you don't realize is that you run out of fuel. You run out of, it's the maintenance, right? You've Correct. got to have more money. The expenses. The managers, the the systems. Mm. Yeah, mate. The systems, processes to, to, to be able to, you know. Uh, Logistically organize all that. Yeah, massive operation. 
massive, you know? That's awesome. So how long did it take you to get to that hundred million? Like, was it, uh, was it five years? Just under 10 years, just under 10. And then we exceeded that, you know? Yeah. 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 All right. And I always wanted to get to that number. And then I had an exit strategy in my mind. I thought, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to stay here and be a, uh, a miserable fat bloody slob security bloke you know there's more yeah. to life Jack, you know totally. I've done for 20 years i don't need to bloody you know mm, mm, all this. Mm. were you still hands-on like out there always always our, our products have people hands-on i wasn't a bloke we had corporate boxes in every stadium I, I i was never in the corporate box sipping champagne where my trips are on the floor you know mm, i was mm. in amongst it i always believe you lead in the middle Jamie, so you can see the front you can see the back i love you know? it i love it yeah yeah. I love it. Lead in the middle. What were some of the biggest events you, you, you had the experience of seeing yourself or even the brand having the, you know, the pleasure of, of being the guards for? Yeah. So the initial one for me would have had to be in my previous life where I was part of the Sydney 2000 Olympics. Nice. I played a very pivotal role in that. So that was a very large event, especially for Australia. Mm. And then seeing seven different, um, I was head of security for the AFL grand finals for the MCG. Um, I ran seven of those. I was blessed to be part of all that. And then, of course, Amazing. in my time at ACG, everything from every rock concert you can possibly think of, um, big outdoor music festivals that we started, and you know they become a really big thing in in, in you know in Australia. Yeah. Not only now they are totally. Yeah, yeah, you know they're huge. Um, people so any any big name event that you'd ever seen a TV commercial for or seen something in the newspaper for, you'd probably been either running it or a part of it. Oh yeah, heaps. There's been heaps of them. So we, you know, we had the Com Games. We had mm. the, um, the Australian Open, which is the biggest event in Australia. Make no mistake of that. Flemington, the VRC, the Australian you know, Open. Wow. Okay. The massive. biggest like, sporting event. Biggest sporting event in Australia. Massive. Wow. Wow. Because it runs for you know it runs for two solid two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Humongous. And then of course. You know, uh, and most recent times, as you know, with the uh, Arnold Sports Festival, which has 100%. been unbelievable. Absolutely, yeah, yeah definitely. I got some, I got some questions on that a little <laughs> bit later as well. But what would be some of your biggest lessons, Harry, through ACG, and, and, and more on like building to that level? Like again, like you said, like you, you had the vision, you knew you were going to get to 100 million. Like you, you wholeheartedly believed in that. Yes. Even getting, even getting into it, like you, like you said, you didn't really have too much experience prior, but you just knew that you had the connections. Would that be yeah. one of your major yeah, elements absolutely. to it? People, uh, you know, I've said this to you before, lots of people make very few connect. You know, you remember we built a $100 million business with no business development. I had no sales team. Everybody's a salesperson, right? Totally. So we grew that organically, then obviously through tenders and et cetera. But one thing that I learned very quick was that I didn't interfere in the security industry. You know, I didn't want to know about why am I going to go and meet with my competitors, right? Totally. Coke's never going to say to Pepsi, oh, that wasn't a bad drink you made, mate, you know? It doesn't <laughs> True. work that way. You know what I mean? 100%. So I went, I I went to a completely different direction. And what I did, I went in and I, I wanted to know what the corporates were doing. I read the financial mm. reviews. I said to you, you did. sitting here, mate, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, Jamie. Financial review to find out what are my, what's my, the people that I'm servicing, what are they doing? What's Coca mm. Coca-Cola doing? How are they thinking? What's making them tick? How do they put all these things together? How does this happen? So I would pick all those up. As I said, success leads clues. I'd pick totally. them up and bring them into my business. And I transformed our organization. I'll tell you this. Everybody in our organization, shirt and tie, full suit. No casual. You go casual with casualties. You clean look, act the part, look the part. I educated my staff. 
motivated him, promoted him, did what we had to do, paid him well, looked after him. We were a family, but we weren't a family-run business. Very totally. Different. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, you, you've mentioned that to me before, and I, and, and I love how you... Do you want to quickly just elaborate on that? Because I know that's really valuable for... That it would be very valuable for people out there who have a sort of a medium-sized business where there could be 20, 30, 40, 100, 200 staff members, maybe not to the 5,000 scale like you, but still it counts at that, at that yeah, level. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I always said that we're a family. Why we're a family, Jamie? Because if you rung me at three in the morning, I'll be at your house. I wouldn't question it. If you said, come to my house now, I'll just get in the car and go. That's what family does. We don't mm. question each other. Mm. You know, we respected all cultures, all religions, right? So we used to run barbecues at our big events. We put on a halal barbecue for our Muslim people, right? A vegetarian one for the Indian kids and whoever was a vegetarian. Different us, we just like a snag. We have a snag over here. But I had totally. separate barbecues, right? Feed them, respect them, do everything and anything I could. Mm. To keep, yeah, to keep it as a family. You needed help, we helped you. We did anything and everything we could. That's what family does. But don't step outside the boundary because then if I'm going to let, turn a blind eye to you and you're my brother, it's okay, you can do this, you can do that and da, la la. No. Then that's a family-run business. That's doing mm. favours. Favours mm. don't work. Okay? And, so, and I so, family run, really so family run was more like there's no favours, there's no, oh, we're brothers, no. you can just come in late, go in early, whatever it is. No. But we were there to always out. love and support each other. I had fallouts from people that were in the family, you know, uh, from things like this. And I had to remove some people for that because they just started to take the piss and take advantage take of it. Take advantage of it. I couldn't afford to have a bad day, right? So it's an On that, what, 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 what would a day of Harry be like at that time, like at the peak? It's pumping, oh. it's going. Like what was a day in, in your world like at that yeah. stage? Well, I would do things like um, if some of the people couldn't keep up, Jamie. So for me, I'd get on a plane at 7.10, fly to Perth, I'd be on the plane back at 310 flying into Sydney. So I'll do a day in Perth, get into Sydney, enough time to sit and have a couple of drinks with my managers in Sydney, go to bed, get up, do my gym thing, start my day at, you know, I start at five, but start my day again at seven, do my meetings, have breakfast, do all that, get on a plane at 12, have lunch on the plane, be back in Melbourne to, to do my Melbourne stuff, do it all again, back on a plane in Adelaide, bang, Perth, boom, Sydney, Brisbane. That was my day. I would not have a minute to stop. I would you know, invest in every minute that I had back into me and back into my business, yeah. networking, promoting, doing, ringing, pushing, shoving, doing what I've got to do to make it happen. And if we had these events that I thought I need to be there, I'd be there on the weekend totally. working those events with my people, you know? I love it. So, Lead, I love what you said there about leading sort of in the middle. As you can see both ends of the scale, know what yes. needs to happen uh, and be in the, in the thick of it. So if you do get any questions, like you're there to handle it right away. Uh, so tips, you said earlier, tips was connections, anything else, anything else to even scale to a hundred million is, is a huge feat. Even yeah. let's say getting halfway there, any tips? Yeah. And you know, it's interesting, Jamie, that I didn't, re I didn't know, this is, this is hilarious. I didn't realize that in Australia, a hundred million is a big business. That's massive, right? I thought we were like still a little business. I didn't think a hundred million was massive, you know what I mean? Until... I start speaking to the PWCs and the KPMGs and I'm networking with some really fantastic people saying to me, shit, you do 90 million, you're nearly 100. That's a massive business, mate. And I'm thinking, what? Okay. I didn't think it was. But in terms of tips and that, don't just sit in your industry. Don't stay in your lane. People say, oh, stay in your lane. Come out of your lane. Put the mouth guard on, mate. Go to war. One thing that I always said in my organisation every morning, make no mistake, we are at war. Some of my more senior executives hated that terminology because it was, you know, it was very threatening. It was very aggressive. 
But I used to say, today, we will take food off someone's table. If you think by you coming to my business, trying to take food off my table, I'm not going to come back and get that. You've got mm -hmm. another thing coming, right? Mm -hmm. So we're at war, mate. We're at war. We need to know where you're going. But That's also, the realness of it. That's the realness of it. That's the reality, mate. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you also need to know that if you're going to pick a fight, pick a fight professionally, right? Be smart about it. And I'll give you an example of that, right? When I was parading around the office where 100 million, yes, we did it, whatever, I'll never forget then a guy that I respected very much in, in, in PwC, um, he's retired now, but he politely let my ties down gently, right? He said, listen, okay, what you do in a year, one of your competitors does every week, every week. Wow. And I said, yeah, that's right. So <laughs> it was like, I get it. So no, you know what I mean? Pick your fights. But totally. of course, run to the fight, not from the fight, mate. Mm, you know, mm, have a go. Mm. Have a go. Definitely celebrate the achievement, but then also sure. realize that there's so much more yes. that is out there that can be done, could be yeah. done. Uh, I love yeah. that. I love that. And then, you know, you talked about the tips. You're talking about the tips and all that. One massive thing is all oh, break bread. Mm. Bring everyone together. Break bread. Every month we break bread, mate. It's not a piss up. I'd refuse to do that. It was too, I was too busy to be intoxicated, too busy to be a hangover. I wasn't there. I wasn't ready for a hangover. I'm totally. Not for that. Uh, imagine what that would do for your seven. schedule. Yeah. No, not going to happen. So 24-7, you know, you need to be on your game. But we grow bread. Every month, we pick a restaurant. X amount of people will turn up. We eat. We laugh. I want to find out about your wife, as your kids. We'll have a great night. We all go home. Get ready for tomorrow. You know? Uh, number one is that connection. It's that family that so far that I've taken from what you said. It's yeah that that the way that you yeah break bread. It's the way that you have that family community and and community. I know you've told me the chocolate milk story a few times and, and even things like oh, that. Yeah. You know, like that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just the small things that you know most people probably would just shake off or not care about or just think whatever. Even yeah. the way you did the barbecue, I'm I'm yeah. sure that would have cost more money. It would have cost more time. It would have even more logistical to organize it. But it doesn't matter. It needs to be done. You know, I'll tell you this, Jamie. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll tell you this, right? What most business owners forget is, yes, I'm paying you to be here. You're not doing me a favor. We get that part, right? But what they forget is I could never, ever pay you back for the time that you give me. Mm. The birthdays you've missed, the engagements, mm. late for dinner, the phone calls you're answering at home, you don't go to your kids' concerts, all this stuff. Then eventually, how do I repay you for that? I can't, right? But how does it get repaid? It gets repaid by being a family, by being passionate Correct. and mean you knowing that I care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's actually showing it, not just saying it. It's, like, it's all well and good to have your meetings, like you said, but say, yeah, we care and we love about you, but then not do all the, all the hundred other things, little 1% is that you mentioned, to then not get yeah. that connection. And again, you know what, you, even that, Harry, like, that's incredible. You can do that with a team of one. If, if you're the business owner and you've got one person, you can still achieve that. You've got 100 right. people, you can still, you've got 5,000 people, you can still make it happen. Absolutely, um, no excuse. And that's why, I, yeah, <laughs> I love it, I love it. And, and that's why those tips are great because they're not for any level of business. It's for business. It's for life. You know? I can sit here um, and tell you, I can sit here and tell you, listen, make sure you get your KPIs right, get your yeah, procedures. Well, yeah. Come on, man, that's all wank. That's, yeah. wank. that's all just, yeah. you know that is? That's, that's tick and flick. If I'm going to, yeah. I never hide on a resume. Mm. You came in, you spoke the language, you understood, you got a right attitude, you got to get up and go, you're hungry, you're passionate, you want to learn, you're join in. the team. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. yeah, and like you said, you get the other people to worry about that sort of stuff, and that's why you're yeah. leading the business to that oh, sort of scale. Of course.
Are you looking for that next book? Maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for? Be Great, a book I wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness. It's easy to consume and to take action on. Get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. One thing uh, that, and I and I, I, I have a huge, sometimes was like, is this real? Is your little black book of contacts? And it sort of goes back into the connections and contacts. How powerful is that for someone to build a, you know, those connections? And Because that, that, that's what will open doors ultimately. But again, Absolutely. for you, was that always a mindset you had? Did that sort of just happen over time? Did you know that those yeah. connections would be valuable? I, you, you know what, Jamie, for me, when you become a client of mine, there was nothing we wouldn't do for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I, I would allow your imagination to think about some of the stuff that we would have had to do. And I can assure you everything from protecting your children to making sure that, um, I'll give an example, one of my managers was feeding somebody's chickens when he went overseas. So he was passionate about his chickens, right? Now, this guy here now is a massive player in the facility game. I can ring him anytime. I could ask him any question anytime, 20, because we care. We're passionate enough to care. When- How good is that? That's like- Feeding his chickens. Yeah, you know, of course, mate. You know, and that's just minute to, you know, whether your kids are drug affected, whether your kids are in a relationship that they shouldn't be in, whether we need to go and find your, the car that you parked somewhere that you forgot where you parked because you're intoxicated and stuff that we need to do for you so that Correct. you don't make the media. A million and one things behind the scenes. But more importantly, our clients became our friends, mm. you know. Mm. We would talk, like so if I had an hour meeting with you, Jamie, about, you know, you're my client. We spoke five minutes about security. So don't worry about the bloody bomb going off. We've got the specialist going to do that. Correct. How are you going? How's family? How's home? What's going on here? What can we do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I know that guy. Let me connect you with him. Who? This guy. Leave it to me. Bang. You know? And I think I'll tell you that famous story in Perth, right? Yeah, the footy one. The footy. You know, so it, 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 you can't just sit still. Someone's got a problem, find the solution. Mm. Right? I love that. So is that, was that your strategy or was that just how it naturally happened to build that little black Always. book? That was inside me. Yeah, uh, the, the, the black book. And you know what, Jamie? It would be wrong for me to sit here and tell you that black book is full of corporates. That black book also has, you know, my old life, my street life. I know people from all walks of life. I yeah. still visit people in jail who are yeah. my friends. But you know what? They still know somebody that knows somebody. You know somebody that I know. Correct. And we join the dots. We yeah. join the dots. There's yeah. no need to yeah. go to war. Let's join the dots. Yeah. yeah. You know? And again, it sort of comes back to that, that, that bait of just trying to, you know, like you said, if someone's, not so much like in physical pain, but if they need help, if they're not in the right space, if they're not feeling in the way they need to feel, and you can help them in some way, shape or form, because you know someone that can connect them with someone else. 100%. Play your part, play your part. Yeah, I want sorry, to sort of, isn't it? Giving is receiving, mate. Never forget that. I love it. I love it. I want to touch on life worldwide now. Um, but just one thing before that, how did you get into the self-development world? Like, was that something for you that, even for yourself, reading the Finn review, you just brought it up then, reading books, um, going to events and learning and just being that sponge. Again, was that something you always had? Was that something that came out more recently? Yeah. No, no, I, I, I always, I was always self-taught. I, ne- I never went to, you know, I finished year right? I didn't do any, I've never done any course. I've never done a test in my life. I've never done anything, right? <laughs> I had to do the driving test, which I failed my life. <laughs> the funniest thing. And I was 25, Jamie. So that's another funny story. But um, I was too embarrassed to tell her. I said, let's go. We're, we're, let's drive the car, right? <laughs> it's like show me the thing show me the card the, the, okay the machine's not working they couldn't do the photo the machine's not oh, I love it. 
And she goes, yeah, really? And I said, yeah, yeah, I failed. But anyway, um, I, I learned, self-learned, I, I love to read, I love to explore, always read biographies like Kerry Packer, Rise and Rise, another incredible book. How did these guys do it, you know? What happened? How did they just, nothing just lands there. Totally. Even if your father, even if your father gives you the multi-billion dollar business, right? You've got a responsibility. 100%. How do these people do it? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I kept educating myself. I kept learning more and more and more. And then when we were protecting all the big AGMs, I would listen to their strategies, their mergers, their acquisitions, raising money. Shit, how do they do that? You know, this is crazy. How this and that. So that's how I did it. And then what I learned when I walked out of ACG at later stages, and I always said I would love to, and I always talk about, oh, I'm going to do a charity and I'm going to bloody bring people in and educate them mm. and motivate them and pump them up. This was my theory, right? What I, what I realized at later stages, I've done this all my life. I would brief 500 you know, men and women, security, I brief them for the day, right? This is what we need from you. And then continually encourage them throughout the 10, 18 hour shift that we had on, right? To make sure that they come, they come to work safe, they leave happy. You know, yeah. I don't want them coming yeah. to work this way, going home in an ambulance. You yeah. know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. So, so I think so you, I think, yeah, you, you were naturally just always leading and, and had that, maybe didn't have the title like you have, but you just naturally did that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love it. I love it. Leads us into it, right? The leader without a title. Exactly right. Incredible book. Incredible <laughs> book. So Life Worldwide Leadership is for everyone. Where did that concept come from, Harry? Like before that, like what was your natural leadership style? Like were you just lead, like again, like you sort of mentioned it, lead from the middle, but like were you always like that natural leader and, and thought, you know what, I, I want to go out there and educate more on that? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love bringing people up from, from nothing. And I would go around and shake every single guard's hand. Every single person working that event would come and see me. I would, sorry, I would go and see them. Yeah, I would yeah. thank them because without them, we had no business, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had that from the start. I knew I love people. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You, you, you know, and, and I still get messages today, Jamie. I had one last night on my, uh, what do you call it, LinkedIn. Yeah. And the kid, it's funny, I want to sh- share this with you because the kid, yeah. look at this, this kind of happened to me, the phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You still got me? Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. I'll switch this off because I'm bloody stupid thing. I don't know why it goes on my computer. What is that, mate? Unacceptable. <laughs> but, you know, I still get messages today, Jamie, from people saying, you know, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have this what I've got today. I used to give them oh, yeah. birthday cards. You know what I mean? Hand, handwritten birthday cards. So they still collect them. They still got them there. They, 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 they still reflect on it. Nobody thinks about these things, mate, you know? So, it's crazy though. And again, the, what, a 10 cent birthday card one minute out of your time to write, hey, Harry, happy birthday. All the best. Yep. Thanks for everything you've done. Have a great year. Correct. You know, is that hard? Come on. And I, I, I would crack a joke with you because I know it's Jamie and I'll say, yeah, real food vending, mate. Keep it pumping. Totally. Well, the, totally. The tiger's pink or something like that. You would get it. <laughs> <laughs> you totally. Do it, mate. Mm. We would get the joke. Mm. Yeah. Are you going to share that, that LinkedIn message if you want? Well, I'm trying to, I've got it right here. I've got rid of it. I'll put it on silent, which is good. So, no, that's all right. No, but again, he, he, this person might listen to it and at so, least he appreciates the fact that it's, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So last night, obviously, Sam and I, Sam and I went live and we're trying to sort it out. We went live a few times and people were going, oh, they're live, you know, but we're trying to, we're all planning it, right? Anyway, and this kid who said to me, he wrote a little message saying, Harry, you can do all these things with streaming private Facebook, blah, 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 right? And I wrote back to him, I said, thank you for the, thank you for the update, brother. I appreciate it. He writes, no worries, brother more power to you. And I said, you're very kind, right? And he writes to me. 
Oh, no, 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 brother. I, you. What I am today is because of your guidance, love. I love you very much. I appreciate everything you did for me. Much love and respect. Now, no one would have given this kid an opportunity. But you know why I gave him an opportunity? Because he was passionate, mate. He wanted to have a go, you know, do something, you know, be somebody. And and nobody nobody does that, Jamie. Nobody that's incredible. Nobody seeks, nobody seeks the potential in the people. You know mm, what I mean? Does that, mm. I don't know if it makes sense. You know? Oh, one hundred percent. How long did he work with you, Harry? Oh, probably about. Um, oh, he was only three years with me. Three years in a in his life is is three years is very minute in the entire lifespan. But look what you've been able to create for yes. him. Yes. You know, that that that's and, that's cool. Yeah, and That's the other cool. thing is, these kids say my parents didn't give me a birthday card. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, that breaks your heart. You know, you think about this. this shit. Mm-hmm. I, and I used to believe. You know, my big massive belief, Jamie, was I used to reward um, uh, good behavior. You know what I mean? Don't always look for the bad. Totally, know? totally. Good point. We we, we always, for whatever reason, remember the negative and the shit that didn't work and the shit that's not going yeah. as planned. But we don't remember the shit that has gone to plan and the and the deals that you did win and the deals that you yeah. that you know that yeah. you, you 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 brought the people you brought in. Um, so yeah, life will ride. Leadership is for everyone. For you, you know. Now I, I know you launched it a few years back, and now yes. it's a little bit more out there, and you're putting a lot more energy and effort towards it. What is life worldwide for those out there listening? Yeah, so life worldwide, uh, correct. Life leadership is for everyone. I started this company, Jamie, just to give back. I, I wanted to motivate people and get them. I used to always say I want to pull people back together again, right? Because everybody that started started coming to me were busted, had mm. dramas, problems, and it was like I don't know why. For but for, I reckon for the first twelve months, it was the same problem everybody had: one, substance abuse, uh, lack of responsibility, right? Just blaming every victim. Victim, oh, they've done this to me, he done this, she done that, he said, she said, whatever, right? And finances. Those were the mm. three ongoing issues, which they're still around. Make no mistake of that. They're still going around. But I said to myself, there's got to be another way. There's got to be another way to do this. They can't just, um, you, you know, I've got to help these people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. So I thought there's only one way to do this and I'm not going to... Um, I'm not going to fluff it. I, I, I got nothing to lose. This, these are not my clients, so to speak, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I just went deep. I, I would say, as an example, all right, Jamie, uh, uh, you're money doing a bit of thing on the on Friday night. No, you're not, mate. You're no good. It's rubbish, you know. Drugs, zero. Zero tolerance to drugs. There's your problem automatically. Uh, so what happened to the victim? You're talking about something that happened to you in 1942, mate. You're still going <laughs> on about it. Get over yourself. You know what I mean? Totally, like, totally. So I would really attack um the client and i felt mm. that people were very scared to um what's the word um tell you the truth tell totally. you what you wanted to hear because you know what they're scared to lose you as a client yeah. I, I i'm not i wasn't scared to lose you as a client because i, I don't care it doesn't worry totally. whether, well, well they'll never actually really your client in the first place they'll just people that actually yeah. reached out and you're like, i'm going to tell you what you need to hear whether you like it or not yeah. here's the medicine yeah. as you say take yeah. it or not Take it if you want to take it. You don't want it. No worries, mate. No issue. You know. Um, I love it. And then what started to happen? It started to reverse engineer itself, and I would start to then get a lot of respect from these people because they're saying to me, "Mate, yeah, uh, oh, that's true, mate. I shouldn't do that." And I said, "No, you shouldn't do that." And bad behaviour, you know, uh, whatever. Um, and then I'll dig deeper. We'll do the deep dive because I talk about the deep dive, right? 
People panic on the deep dive because that's everything. Cheating. No one likes a cheater, mate. You know. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Come on. You know. And it's um, and, and it's all those little things. So you, so you were basically just. What's the word? Like you came in there to, like you said, put them all back together. They had challenges. They had whatever level it was, whatever whether it was business, personal, past or present stuff that was going on, and you were able to yes. be there for them and sort of lead, lead them through that. Correct. Correct. And. What would I start to find is that businesses had massive dramas, big, big dramas internally. We're going to have the old saying, you know, revenue feeds your ego, profits feed your family, right? And 100%. when you start digging deep into these people, they'll, they'll start to say, oh, oh, yeah, but I'll make it. No, you're not making money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. money's freedom. And you're pissing your money up the wall. Or why have you hired this guy? Oh, he's my best mate. Well, he's not doing anything good for you. You know what I mean? Totally. And totally. then other things such as, you know, again, as I said, substance abuse, mm, cheaters, mm, playing up, playing up mm, with their wives mm, and their husbands, all mm, these, mm, which mm. what happens, Jamie? It becomes a disease. It becomes negative. Therefore, that starts to ooze. People start totally. to feel it. How you behave, people feel it. 100%. People smell it, right? So, agreed, 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 agreed. Couldn't agree more. Life worldwide now. So like I said, you, you launched it a couple of years ago, but really more this year. It's yes. It's been a, a, and, and you're out there doing so much more now and got the young, you have working with the young you're working with businesses, you're working with people that aren't with businesses, but they just want to learn and they need some, some of the medicine. What's yes. Life Worldwide doing now and, and what's Harry and the team doing now? Yeah, so Life Worldwide now, we, we have uh, X amount of businesses that are now permanently on with us. So what we do, we, we, we go through a process with you. So we, we start with you, so work on yourself. So we call it brain, body and bank, right? Okay. So work on your brain mindset. Where are you at? Do you really want to be doing this, Jamie? Is this mm. what you want to do? No, I've had enough. Okay, mm. fine. Amputate it. Get rid of it. Don't do something you don't want. Life's too short. You know, 100%. The, the, the clock's ticking. The clock never mm. stops, right? Mm. So mm. we focus on that. And if you say, yes, I want to do it, then we focus on the bank. Okay, well, have you got the fuel in the tank? You know, oh, no, oh yeah, I do. well, let's have a look. Well, if you want to go here, you need this much money. If you don't have this, you can't do that. Yeah. So yeah. we put that together. And then, of course, body, mental, physical. How do you feel? What are you consuming? Junk. If you're going to continue, you're going to be slow. You're not going to move. You're not going to be able to do these things. So you spoke about brain there. You spoke about on the brain is like, what are you doing now? Whether it's a business thing or whatever, or it could even be a career for someone. And it's like, well, if it's not what you want to do, like get out. Is it really that cutthroat? Like, is it really yeah. like, does yeah. it have to be like, not does it have to be that well, way, but like, you said the, the clock's ticking and I love that. Like the, the time never stops. Yeah. You know what, Jamie, the old, the, in the old days, it was the big that killed the small. Today, it's the fast that killed the slow. Okay. Mm. And if you don't want to jump on that concept and a lot of people will turn around and say, including myself at times, I've said, don't forget speed kills, but it kills a lot of things. If you, if you're too slow, if you're procrastinating, cause you know what you can, you can float around on your phone you could scratch your bum and do this and then you go on internet and all of a sudden you, you're busted. You're wasted. A, a, a month goes by. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you calculate that over there. Work out how much time you've got in a day, Jamie. I think I shared this method with you, right? I do three days in a day, right? Mm, mm, mm. Six till midnight, midday till 6 p.m., 6 p.m. till midnight. Okay. So I'll say it again. 6 a.m. to midday, midday till 6 p.m., 6 p.m. to midnight. I've got three days in one. That's how I run my days. Where was I now? I was at a meeting in the city. 
Right? Yeah. I had a meeting in the city. That's my date. Done with that client. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. I had a quick, just before you, a quick Zoom call with, with another client of mine who's buying the company just to confirm a few things. But this is my, this is my, my me time now, right? I've got until 6 p.m. And then 6 p.m. till midnight is my family time. Yeah. It's my different time, right? I love it. Uh, people don't do that. They schedule it very differently. Oh, my yeah. calendar's full. I've done this. What do you What do you mean your calendar's full? What are you doing? What are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Show me. Show us. <laughs> show us exactly what you're doing. And I love that. It's the smaller details within the day to really, and like you said in the in the ACG time, like there was no time to just have a random phone call or do a random thing. Like it was so scheduled. It had to be that way for you to be all over the country or at meetings or events. Yeah. Um, so again, like life worldwide now, you, you're working the three Bs, the brain, body, and bank. Um, what else? Like, is it, it's all on, it's a lot online stuff. Obviously, once this whole COVID thing ends, it's going to be a lot more in-person sort of things. Yeah, Jamie, look, for me, um, I, I want to be polite and respectful about this. There's a lot of people in a lot of pain out there. And what we've been doing the past, I, I can tell you, I call it six months, if you like, we've just been giving out medicine, you know, sweat equity, just pumping it out there telling people that they can see the light. It is going to be okay. Don't give up. There is alternatives. If you really are in a dark place, seek help. Don't yeah. just give up. I think you'll find that just by giving up, it's an easy option. It could be the worst thing you feel on your last dollar. You've, you've been the most horrible person. Why don't you treat this lockdown? I said to one of my, one of my well, several of them actually, all right, we're locked down for six weeks. Don't worry about jumping on the, on the, on the conspiracy theory. Do a six-week detox. 100%. Don't drink. Don't have sugar. Mm. Be a good human being. Mm. Learn to love again. You know what I mean? We're, it's easy to hate. It's easy. I hate you. Yeah, don't speak to me. Easy. But I'll turn up to your funeral. The wogs are the best at it, right? <laughs> they don't speak, to you, they speak to you 20 years. They don't speak to you for yeah, 20 years. And then yeah. they're there. Hey, they turn up to your funeral. Uncle Joe, yeah, you know, I had to come. It's respect. What respect? You had no respect for 20 years, champ. Yeah, you know, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. So, <laughs> how could this be happening? I love it. put it on small. You're all right, buddy. No, no stress, no stress. Um, so all online, giving the medicine, a lot of just getting it out there. Uh, life worldwide, I'm sure there's a they can find you online, Instagram, social media, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Go and get the medicine. Um, let me ask you this, Harry. What's yes. one thing that you've learned over the years that's that's that blew you away? Be like, wow, I can't believe I learned that, or that was powerful. Oh, just I'll tell you what it is is just have a go. Uh, okay. People go, well, what do you mean by that? Because I had this question asked to me a couple of months ago. You'd be amazed to know that, what, what the, I think the right word is show up, no matter mm, what. Mm. Just show up, no matter what's happened. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you did, didn't do, haven't done, whatever. Show up. You'd just be amazed to know what good comes out of that, right? Don't oh. hide. Don't hide. Mm, mm, and. Mm. You know, I had my ups and downs, but I never hid, JB. Never mm. hid. Never hid. It is what it is, right? Front so up. Yeah. Run up, face the music. You know, I had somebody very senior in the AFL ask me a question, right? And the question was around whether I would be keen to go and talk to a football club that are in, in, in a very, let me tell you this, the whole football thing, and I'm, and I'm not picking on the football, but I'm just telling you, whatever you uh, there's a huge drug culture. Okay? 100%. Okay. And I was asked, would you come in and talk? And I said, I will only come and speak to these people if they have a shave, wear their bloody club uniform the way it needs to be worn, not with short pants and no socks. I'm not looking, I'm not talking about, they're not, they're not on the 
fashion field, fashion totally. field. Like, this is yeah. a team. And I'll never forget telling them, if the Essendon Football Club had lined up and said, right, well, here we are. We're not sure, but we think we've done the wrong thing. We're yeah. taking this. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. But to hide, look at the chaos. Look at the catastrophe that it's caused to the club and so many people with it. The and those players. So what does it come up to? Front up, mate. That's the thing that I, I learned as, as a young kid. No matter what, front up. It is it. what it is, mate. You've got to I deal with it. it. I love it. On the back of that, Harry, what would be some of your, what are some of your top habits? Like, how does Harry do what he does today? How does Harry stay in shape? How does Harry, you know, still turn up to these meetings and deal with some of the, the biggest people there are and, and still have that sharpness, so to say? So look, I always talk about these things. One is speed and flexibility, right? How quick you are, how flexible you are to the problem. Um, best in the world. Don't sit there and tell me this is your point of difference if you haven't explored options. I traveled the world, Jamie, to, to, to become the person I am today, right? Mm-hmm. I went and found out where is it, where do they do it? The, who does the best event security? Who does the best coaching? Who do I think is the best mentor? Robin Sharma. I went Great. to his events. Robin's my mentor. Robin's a personal friend of mine. I've learned so much from the best, right? Troops eat first. Happy team's a dangerous team, you know. Uh, run to the fight, not from. KMF, you hear me scream it. Keep moving forward. Uh, APR, absolute personal responsibility. Relationships, don't be a cheater. Build up an appetite, go home and eat. Be a loyal, honest person, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. These, are, mm-hmm. these are big things. Not many people can do this, Jamie. Agreed. Right? I asked for three and you gave about 10, so that's incredible. I <laughs> I'll I love, the rapid fire. Yeah, you threw it back on me. I love it, I love it. Yeah, there's extra value, extra, extra we're giving out there. Do you remember a moment, Harry, and I'll, whether you want to talk ACG or just life to date, do you remember there a moment when you said, like, shit, this is real? Like, look at this. Yeah. There was one where I never thought I would be able to do it, but I did. And that was, I mean, the, the obvious one's having kids, but come on, right? That's, that's a different conversation, right? Totally. And God bless, I'm blessed to have two beautiful children, right? And um, I know I look about 80, but... I'm not that old, Jamie. I've got a 26-year-old and a 21-year-old, right? And I'm still with my beautiful wife. But I love it. The day that I walked into, um, and and you know me, you've never seen me post pictures of cars and planes. I don't do the the, the garbage, right? But the day that I walked in to Lance Dixon Motors and bought a Bentley, because you got to remember, my father never had a car. We never had a car, Mm -hmm. thank God, right? Because he used Mm -hmm. to work at the bloody brewery, make beer, (laughs) so. Um, and I always said to myself, I'm not driving a Ford and a whole, it's easy. It's easy to do that. I'm not doing that. So I, I bought a Mercedes and that, and I was going to, I always wanted to buy a Bentley and I bought that Bentley and I bought that Bentley from the guy who I used to back his floors as mm-hmm. a 10, 11 year old kid. Mm-hmm. So, and when I drove out that day, I thought to myself, yes, you know, this is great. I loved it. I love it. Was and, that in the, was ACG still around yeah, then or was this after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was still around. And you know what, Jamie? It was, and I promote this. I talk about this. Go through life first class. Mm. Don't, you'll understand this, what I'll tell 100%. you. This. Don't be a tight ass. Collect memories, not money, right? Why? You don't know what's happening tomorrow, mate. Agreed. You know, you used to go to the bloody Urello's joint and they had these couches you don't know how to sit on. <laughs> remember, those, remember those people? Because we never did that. We only I still know those people. Out. I still know them. Not, you know not, not, not do I remember them. I still know them. You still know. So you know what I used to do? I used to go and freaking turn the place upside down, jump on them, <laughs> with my feet and everything, right? 
And come on, mate. Who lives in the garage? Come, please. In the garage kitchen. Let's cook the pasta outside. Come on. Live your life first class, James. I love it. Yeah. And again, like if you put the you put the effort in, you you you, why not reward and celebrate on the journey? Reward. Eat the best food. Drink the best wine. Take your wife to places. Be Mm. be amazing. Mm. Date night, which I didn't mention to you. Date night. I learned the hard way. I told you. My wife packed up and left. She goes, you're married to two people. I said, what are you talking about? You're married to ACG and you're married to me. Make a decision. I think you love your company more than me. Big problem. Get the balance right. Right? Mm-hmm. Put the attention in the area that, that it needs to be put. And, right? and thanks so much for, like, and again, I'm sure the listeners, uh, yeah, the honesty and the openness and they're and the straight to the, there's no, like you said at the start, like the earlier, like, there's no fluffiness. There's no bullshit. It's just like, this is how it is. And you can see why, you know, and all for the listeners out and the people watching, why I respect you so much, Harry. Um, and again, like you, you've walked the walk and you've proven it and you're still out there now leading the way in, and then now in a way passing it on and sharing it back. Um, and even with the messages you got last night, like how long ago was, was the last time you potentially might have seen that guy? Oh, three, two, probably five years ago now. There you go. It was five years ago, yeah. Five I, years I, ago? Yeah. Mate, yeah, five years ago. I, I get stopped in the street. People speak to me and, I, and I, I'm honest. I say, sorry, I don't remember. Oh, oh you're blah, blah, blah. Yes, I am. Thanks, brother. You know? And one thing we always do, Mate, I hug my people. Love, come here. Give me a hug. You know, what's that. happening? You know what I mean? It's easy to shake or, you know, now you're not allowed to do anything. But, you know, come here. <laughs> yeah. Come here. You know. Once COVID's gone, let's get back on the hug, on the hug scene. Um, from, from, you know, even coming out of school, which again, I think you said you left in year eight, whatever it might have been. Let's yeah. even just say at the age of 18, when you were sort of in that, like getting into the security scene, did you think that you'd achieve what you've achieved? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, Jamie, I had this thing in my head that I'm not going to back it down. I'm going to do something big, and 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 that's it. I'm doing it with or without anyone. I'm I'm on. I'm moving. I'm I'm going to do this thing. You know, the saddest. And you haven't asked me this question, but I'm going to give you an answer to something you may ask me. So, have you got any regrets? Mm. I don't have regrets like that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but one thing that I that I'm you know um, dirty on myself. You know what I mean? Is that my father, I'll never forget. I don't know if I've ever told you this. My father rang, he's come in, I want to talk to you about something, you know, and, and he sat me down. He used to smoke, you know, the camel cigarettes. <laughs> and he goes, Listen here, mate, go and get yourself a real job. What sort of jobs this? You're belting people and this shit security stuff you're doing. And I'm trying to explain to my father, I don't do pubs and clubs anymore. We're corporate, we're this, we're that. And I'm just trying to tell him, but what I didn't do, and I felt that unfortunately, my, my father passed away in my arms, copped a bloody heart attack. I tried to, I should have done my first aid course, Jamie. I failed. But anyway, um, he, um, I never took him to see my office. You know, we had a million dollar fit out. I didn't go and have an office in Thomastown or somewhere in, in Tullamarine. Not that I'm picking on those areas. Of course. But typical security. They just go and buy, get these bloody office warehouses and pump it up. Yeah, Everybody yeah. does that. Mm. I took the bloody professional one floor, whole floor, Fitted it out. We looked like Google. It was incredible. <laughs> That's how I wanted my team to feel. And my biggest pain was that I never took my father mm. for him to come and see me that I don't need to be, you remember then go and be a bank teller or a, a, totally. a lawyer or, or whatever. Freaking. So have a, you know, again, going back to that, you know, have a crack mate. Have mm. a bloody crack. Mm. You know? mm. uh, and you know what you, you said there about regrets. I honestly don't ask that question because in, in any of my podcasts, because like, and in my answers, if anyone asks me about the same is, is ask me that question is similar to yours. Like, I don't really regret anything because I know me as a person that I'll always only ever do what I think is best 
based on the knowledge I have at the time. Yeah, I can look back and say, well, now I know this. I could have done that differently, but I didn't know it then. Yeah. So I know yeah. my personality the way I am. I'm only ever going to do what's best for me. Yes. That's, that's the way I operate. So if, it's, if I think that something is good for me, I'll do it. If I can look back in 10 years' time and say, oh, wow, I shouldn't have done that. Well, I didn't have that knowledge at the time. So I can't regret it. Yeah, um, yeah, no, nah, I love that. I love that. And you know what? Even that, like, such a, it is a small thing, but it's so impactful. You know, even having the ability to bring your dad in and show him. And, and was this with ACG? Or was this when you were at the at the no, previous company? ACG. So he still didn't really get that it was not pubs, and he you know, didn't realize the scale know, that you were at. No, I didn't understand. He couldn't know. You know, he would see me on TV occasionally with all this <laughs> and that, and all his mates. You know, because all the all the other wogs will come around and say, oh, look at Harry's in the paper with this guy with the football. Yeah, 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 we did some really big jobs. I mean, yeah. I probably under, under, you know, we did some massive jobs and I was in the media a lot and whether we're escorting somebody out or doing whatever, or was, whether it was Buddy Franklin's 100, you know, and totally. big operation behind the scenes and mm, all this mm. stuff, you know. So, yeah, I don't think they understood the magnitude. And then I'll never forget pulling up in the Bentley and I remember taking him, I had to take him to the bloody doctor for something, right? And you know what he did? Pull out a smoke. I go, what do you think you're doing, mate? <laughs> and he's looking at me like, I go, mate, it's a half a million dollar car. And he goes, shut up, you idiot. You know, he needs a cigarette. He needs a cigarette in the car, like normal. So, oh, I love uh, that. Love that. I guess his dad, like, what do you do? You got to let it happen. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> what is one thing you said, Dan, and I want to ask one couple more questions before we start to wrap it up, Harry. What goes into an operation like, you know, you said the Buddy Frank 100 goals. Like, what goes actually into organizing, preparing logistically yeah. something like that? Well, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm glad you sort of, and that just came up out of nowhere, but anyway, I, I'm glad you've asked that question. I'll tell you this. I briefed a, another security company long, long ago about that type of operation because we're talking about high-risk operations. And I'll give you this. In, in, give me two minutes, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. So Buddy Franklin's kicking his 100th goal, right? No problem. This is what apparently he's going to do. We've got Fev who's sitting on, uh, I think it was 91. That's right. Right? Uh, Buddy's going to kick it. They're convinced he's going to kick it. And the strategy, and they've got the spies, the AFL got the spies. They've come back, so they're going to pump the, the ball to him. He's going to kick it, right? Done. Beautiful. You've got Ian Collins at then called Etihad Stadium or Telstra Dome. I can't remember what it was saying, I don't care what happens, no one's coming on my bloody grass, on my arena, right? So he doesn't want anybody on the turf because the turf was busted, right? Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, so you've got 60,000 people in the stadium, they're going to run on and thank Buddy for being a legend, right? And have a laugh <laughs> with the footy. So you've got Colo saying no. We, we then receive a phone call from, you know, intelligence saying that a, a Carlton player, um, I think your viewers will work out who he is, had um, unfortunately been getting uh, death threats and they were live, they were real death threats. And on the day of the actual game, Jamie, what happened? They re, they re, uh, uh, this player, I nearly said his name, this player received a death threat and the police were monitoring the phone. And what came up was that that threat had come from the Docklands, so it was live. And what they said is they're going to kill him. As soon as Buddy, kills the, uh, Buddy kicks that goal, everybody runs on the ground, he's finished, we're going to kill him, right? So... Yeah. We've got Buddy kicking his 100. We've got Fev potentially kicking his. And we've got a death threat. Live death threat. You've got to understand the difference. So, and, and Ian saying, no one go on the grass. And then we've got the AFL then punching on with Ian and me saying, and I'm saying, Ian, unless you bring in the National Guard and the Navy SEALs, people are going to run on the arena whether we like totally. it or not. And yeah. we're not going to stop it. We're going to be absolute dickheads to try to stop it. Let's not totally. be stupid. Right? So 
We've got an operation going with Buddy. Buddy kicks his 100. Beautiful. Now we've got who's watching the watchman. We've got people watching the player. The people that are watching the player, we've got people watching them. We're now got people watching everyone to make sure that every corner is covered, that nobody can get close to these this player that's unfortunately got this threat going. We've got to get Buddy off the ground. We've got to give him 10 to 15 minutes to get all the patrons off the ground safely. Then we need to bring Buddy back on the ground. The AFL is telling me that there's no way you can get Buddy off the ground. I highly recommend, even Jamie, later on when you get a chance, Google Buddy Franklin's 100th goal. You'll love it. The scene, it's a 10-minute video, and then, you know, you can see me drinking bloody Gatorade in the rooms. <laughs> we have a funny story because my little brother was working on the arena, and, and Bill's a psychopathic Hawthorne supporter, and we're live on camera, and Bill's telling the the, the behind the scenes, you're a, you're a legend, buddy. Yeah. And I'm trying to look at Bill, I'm about to kill him because we're live on TV, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got all this happening, and then what happens? We're all sort of coming back on that, and you know that Fev got very close to kick his. You got 99. Right? You got 99. You got 99. When he's at 99, what happens? We get this code. We had a code that we used to use on the radio. It was called RFN, right effing now. Not everybody knew that code. It was only a select few of people that knew that code. And what would happen when that code came on the radio, it didn't matter what you were doing, you need to attend because it's a very serious incident, right? So we cop an RFN and you see all these people jumping over the fence, running into the locker room because there's an all-in brawl in the locker room, right? And I mean, it, it's all-in. Tables and chairs going, it's all happening, right? And they've assaulted a couple of our guards. During so, the game or after the game? During the game, during the game. And now I've got the control room, I've got the police, I've got the <sighs> AFL going spastic because everybody's jumped over the fence running to this fight, right, to stop it because it's an RFN. They don't realise how serious it is. And then we've got Buddy just about, sorry, Fair. Fair, just about to kick another 100. We're going to, we have to do all this again. And then we're back on. He doesn't kick it. Everybody wow. goes home safe. We, you know, so that's people don't realise. But then guess what, Jamie? The next day we're going to do all this again. 100%. Not exactly that. But the football's on again, so we're back on. Or it could be another so, event. It could be another festival. It could be another. How much work prior to that actually goes in? Like, is it months? Is it weeks? Is it? Yeah, I mean, look, given because of our experience and we know we knew who and what, and we've had an experienced team. Yeah. For us, it takes a week to plan it, right? Yeah. To put all the okay. planning in place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love that. How cool is that? Again, like you don't you don't really know that shit though. You don't know that. Like you, you again, you see Buddy kick a hundred, and you just think, oh, they've got a few extra security guards in today to make sure that they can look after him and make sure he gets on and off the ground and the game can get restarted, but not the level and the depth of that has to go into it from your end. Well, we can't afford anyone to get injured. If Buddy got injured, then it's game over, right? How's he going to come back on the ground? And then what well, that's people? A, that's his job. Yeah. That's his job. And and what people discount in Australia, overseas, very different. A lot of people die in crowd crushes. In Australia, we've been lucky, although we've lost a few, but not as many. And you need to have systems and things in place. You know, we call it the diamond, which you can push through. People don't know all the little things we do. Make sure that we've got water in there for him, in the huddle, all this stuff. Anyway, but it works. Even that, like, even thinking about, cool, if, if we're going to surround him for 10 minutes, he's probably going to want to drink a water. Let's make sure we've got water. Hydration, you know. Ha, ha, you know, well, Make sure we've got yeah. the right person. And that's why we've got the right runner to be next to him without annoying him. Because you could have missed it if you're too close to him. <clears throat> Sorry. See, there's some. This is, this is I'm loving it. This is because again, I, I I grew up playing footy, and I remember watching that game. So and I remember seeing it, but I'm definitely gonna go back and watch. It. And I want everyone to listening and watch to go and watch that oh, and see the operation it. that you, Harry you, and his team Buddy put on. Franklin's, yeah, Buddy Franklin's 100th goal, and you'll see you'll see the uh, commentators crack a joke because we forgot at, at that stage they'd also put in the live cameras in the change rooms. Remember? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And it's audio and everything. So I'll never forget in there, and uh, 
they're going, oh, these guys must be the top dogs helping themselves to the Gatorade because all these guys are like, yeah, no, no. Because we so bad. You know? Totally. You would have been on edge of the entire game waiting for that exact moment. Um, Harry, let me ask you this. Yes. Why do you think you made it? I'm not going to say what makes you special. What, what, what do you think? Why do you think when you were 11, 12 to 18, I'm sure there was many of you guys who were there doing security and many of you guys there working. Why yes. you though? Why did you, you know, go out Jamie, and a $100 million business? Why did you go out and, and, and do what you did? Because I decided, as I said to you, in, 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 I think at the start of the conversation, I decided to go through the hard way, not the easy way. Mm. And, 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 and I believe that. And one thing that, you know, Jamie, there was a time, as I said to you, I think it was about 2003 or 2004. I can't remember what it was. Probably 2003, actually. It couldn't get any worse. I caught bloody kidney stones. I broke my hand. The missus did the runner. The world's ended. I'm thinking the whole world's ending. And I'll tell you something that, and, and it's something that I didn't touch on, and it's very big for me, and that is my faith, right? I believe. I'm a believer. I always do my cross before I eat. I do my cross, I do a prayer before I go to bed, I do one when I get up. You know, I, people say, are you religious? You know what, I'm, I'm just blessed. I feel blessed to have something mm. to eat. I'm blessed to have a great family. I'm mm. blessed mm. to be able to have these opportunities that many don't and we take them for granted, right? So I, I don't know if that answers your question, but why me? Because I, I, I think that I, maybe I just gave a, a lot more than others, you know? And I, I, I still yeah, believe yeah. I do. It's definitely not about, you know, they didn't do enough or you didn't. It's not about that. But again, like there's so many people out there who get into business. There's so many people out there who want to do something and you've yes. done something and, and more toward the highest level possible. And you're still the most humblest person in history. You're still the most down to earth guy. Um, so it's like, yeah, yeah like, is there something special there? Like, is there something in your head that you think, well, wow, like that's the key? I just think being an incredible human being, I, I, I mm. preach it all the time. Mm. I, my son, my son, my oh, my whole family here call me the mayor. They call me the mayor. You know? <laughs> I just talk to anyone. You know, I, I say it in my, when I do my public speaking, I think you've heard me say it. People get in the lift, right? They get in the lift. What's the first thing they do? They look down. Get their I phone say, out. Yeah. Mate, oh, get the, don't you want to look at the bloke that's going to stab you? Or the <laughs> lunatic that's going to stab you? <laughs> I want to go, hey, what are you doing, mate? You know? I've met so many influential people in it. the lift. Hey, come it. on. Is it hard to say good morning? Mm. Hello, how are you? Even you know? a smile. Come on. I love know. it. I love it. Last question, Harry, I've got for you. Is there something yeah. that is there something that someone has ever said to you ages ago when you were growing up more recently, but something that really has stuck out, something that really dr that you draw back on? And, it, and, and it's, it's not the question of what's your one tip. It's the, what did someone say to you that you draw on for energy, for, for whatever it might be that always pops up? It's funny, Jamie, uh, one thing that does pop up and it made me reevaluate and think about a lot of things was it was the BHP CEO. I was protecting him at a very large event. And as you know, the, 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 at the time, Australia's largest company and et cetera, et cetera, one of the global beasts, right? And I'll never forget, he said to me, never forget something. It's very lonely at the top. Mm. And you can look at that any way you like, but... The more successful you become, you, you, you need to maintain a certain stance, standard. You know, you can make your money, but you also need to keep your money. You're mm. also fighting to make money. And then when you get there, do you really get there? Are you really there? And 
who you're with? Do you really need three, five hundred thousand million people around you? Or is it really that and is it lonely at the top? And I used to think about that. And I think the more I thought about it, it was if you're comfortable with yourself, you'll never be lonely. Totally. So I love that. I love that. And hearing it from such a uh, someone at the top of the top, like some of the top biggest companies in the world sharing something like that. And even for you to look at it on the flip side, not just take on board. Well, he said that he's at the top and must be true. Flip it around and say, well, Hey, you know, if I'm okay with myself, I'm not lonely with myself, then I'll I'll be fine. Um, fine. Harry, you're an absolute legend. This has been an an incredible (laughs) episode. Uh, And you're giving some great stories. We we said it at the start, there would be some stories. Um, But Harry, where do people, you know, keep up with what you're doing. You personally, life or why? Where do they get some of the medicine? Like, where do they keep up with yeah, what yeah, Harry's yeah. doing? Look, I'm on LinkedIn. You know, my name Harry Corris. Uh, Facebook, life worldwide, all that. We've got a website uh, that you helped us with. You know, we Look, we do. I do the run is done. You know that. I do that every morning. <laughs> Love I it. I give the medicine back. You know, it's all about giving, James. The you know, run right? is done, guys. You need to go and get your run is done daily intake a one minute uh, run is done video from harry i'll put all the links um in the show notes i'll put them all out there for people so they can just click on it and go straight to it um yeah. to learn more about you and what and what life worldwide is doing um but harry i really appreciate the time thank you very much um guys out there make sure you go and follow harry follow what he's doing um get like i said definitely get your daily dose of uh, the run is done you will definitely get something from it on a daily basis as well but again that, harry thank you so much i really appreciate it Guys out there, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us today. And I look forward to having you on the next episode. Bye for now.